welcome to the Ball and All podcast, episode eight, game week five review. MK in the building. Who else do we have? BNF, as always. Ben, no filter. Guys, enjoyed the football this week? Yeah, it was great. It was amazing. Special. The predictable one. But, yeah, no, it was good. It was pretty much predictable. All the big teams were. Yeah, but then the other surprises came in. Yeah. Like, you know, certain games like West Ham and that. So we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get to the first game. Tottenham versus Liverpool at Wembley. Liverpool winning 2-1. With goals from Gigi Wijnaldum and Roberto Firmino and a late consolation from Lamela. That game, Tottenham were pretty much the architects of their own downfall. Yeah. And I'm not even going to blame this one on international football because Liverpool had many players on international football. They can't be using the excuse that uh, the players were in the semi-final of the World Cup because that was long ago now. So... I don't know what Tottenham were at, but Liverpool didn't even really have to come out second gear and they still won. I just think the whole setup for Tottenham was wrong. I mean, starting die on the right, like it, it seemed like for, for from the beginning, it seemed like Tottenham set up to sort of defend or be more conservative. But in any sense, the guys they had on the bench, they could have gone with a more attacking force, especially being at home. So yeah, you're right. They were more or less the architects of their own downfall. Mm. Yeah, especially having Son back from. Uh, international. international games. He's won a cup. How, that was actually bizarre. The team selection didn't look didn't look uh, ideal. Yeah, he should have started, but I don't understand. Michel Vaughan is not good enough. He's not. I know um, Larice is so called is he? I don't know if he's actually injured or is he just recovering from his alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but he, now Michel Vaughan is not good enough. But then the rest of the tennis, the whole Tottenham team. They didn't wake up and like Liverpool could have been ahead very early, but yeah, they were just literally just pressing from pressing high up and catching Tottenham every single time. They just misplaced passes, just putting pressure on and that they were just yeah, crumbling at each time. Yeah, but yeah, I pass majority of, if I mean Liverpool were the other side as well, Liverpool, you have to give them benefit of the doubt that they did play some good football. They weren't like at their best, but they played some good football. I was very impressed with the top, especially the front three, the way they were pressing them. It was the pressing was really impressive, you know. And the defence are looking like at the moment as well. The defence is like coming together really well. I mean that that last goal, I mean I thought it was jammy, but apart from that, they played really good. Even for what you just said, the defence. Having that, they've got three youngsters in there. It's a very impressive. Robertson, yeah. Gomez, who's the last one? Um, uh, Alexander Arnold. That's Arnold, the one. Say, yeah, yeah. I mean, look choice. at that. And yeah. my, if you had that in another team, yeah. it'd be getting goals conceded right, left, and centre. But they, yeah. but are they, are they really as impressive, or have they just not been tested? Really no, properly? no, no. Come on, this is Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah. They didn't really test though. They were. They didn't really do, like. Luke, okay, the only had, person you could say did test was Lucas Moore because he did try and he could score a goal. That was the only chance. The only chance they had within inside 90 minutes, then Lamela scored just after the 90 Yeah, but that's the thing. It's after it, after that happened when they were they, they realized obviously we're two down. Then you got um, Lamela coming on. Same time they brought on Son as well. There was it was a bit more attacking. But like I said, the whole setup was wrong from the get go. So from that, I, I I mean I'm only mentioning it because you're saying the defense hasn't been tested, but they're still kids. But a unit. That, the thing is, it's the way if you watch the way they defend, they're defending like a unit. 
That's the thing. They don't. They might not be like the most like okay. They haven't been tested. They haven't played big teams yet. But if you look at Chelsea, for example, the way they play at the moment, <laughs> Liverpool, so, Liverpool have played big team. Tottenham. No, but that's what they haven't been. No, they haven't been. Yeah, but you're saying they haven't been tested. No, they haven't been because no, because Tottenham. Didn't really do anything. They were the, they were just I don't know. We have to give they, them benefit. No, no, okay, so put it this way: you're saying, oh, I'm saying they've got young players playing, yeah. but they're not being tested. Yes. Why? Because the teams are scared. Look, yeah. Tottenham set up to more or less hold that game. Yeah. With that, then have Liverpool created the fear factor? I think they have. Yeah, 100%. especially with those teams scared yeah. and they defend against yeah. them now. And you have to as, as well as well you have to look at that three midfielders. They work. Those three midfielders work hard. Yeah, they're 24 hours running or everywhere across the pitch and that, that's where again they get a lot of protection now than compared to where they were getting last year or the year before and the team looks more like a team to me I've never been a big Liverpool fan but it looks more watching them you just see oh, actually this is like more team than just individuals and that's what impresses me and that's what impressed me when, when I watched that game it's like it's good it's good but you look at what we're saying about how they're, they're architects of their own downfall in the end, they put on more attacking players. Yeah. Son should have got a penalty at the end. That's a big talking point. Should he should have got a penalty. That was yeah. a foul. Was a clip. That would have been two-two. But VARI said that it wasn't a penalty. No, VAR wasn't on that game. It wasn't. It was only on three p.m. What did you say? One game. Okay, yeah, that was on the three p.m. Game. Oh. But that look at that. Have, that should have been a penalty. It should have been a penalty. That Mane, been that Mane was late and took him out. But put it this yeah. way: he clipped, he clipped yeah. his leg. The referee was in a silly position. He was so blocked by another Tottenham. But then you look at that and you think. With the whole game gone the way it's gone, more or less to Liverpool, which they should have scored more goals, they could have come back and drawn it 2-2 mm-hmm. from yeah. just attacking. So maybe you should have just stuck yeah, with this normal form of game. No, Don't this, start with that conservative but this is what I'm saying. at home Look, as well. For a team that played terrible, they could have had a 2 In another day, that penalty would have been given, would have mm-hmm. been 2-2. Liverpool, have they really been tested defensively? <laughs> they haven't. Mm, and so the this is what I'm... You're only as good I'm as what you play. I'm looking forward to when they... Like next couple of weeks, they've got some big games coming yeah, up. Yeah. So I'm looking to see how they how they juggle Champions League and juggle the big games and see how they go because I don't think their their style of play will always allow them to get goals and to press other teams. But I don't know. I don't think they can keep this going the whole season. It's but even with squad, the squad they've got they've got a bigger yeah, squad than last season. Else, but they, I don't think they'll keep it going. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm very like to be honest. I can see them being up there challenging. Majority, like majority of the season, they'll be up there challenging everybody else. I think the yeah, squad man. they've got is 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 top top class. Same, I agree. I think Liverpool will progress and continue to do mm. what they're doing. Tottenham, I think they just need to stick and be bold. I don't think they should always. If this is not working with the whole hurricane situation, yeah. sometimes drop in play That's someone it. else. You've yeah. got that many attackers now. Lamela, Son, you can't play all of them. Mm. Dele Ali, you know, you've got these players all available. Or coming back, so they need to try something different. Yeah, stop giving excuses and do something, but that's typical Tottenham. Top top four team, top five team. Yeah. Yeah, when well, you're actually, playing at home, you don't play like that. You don't put Dyer on the right. What the hell was that meant to do? <laughs> Has this decision of yeah. them not signing no one in summer coming back to haunt them now? Mm. I'm not so sure because they've got guys on the yeah, bench. They've got good players though. But have they got no because maybe that's, not enough for the rest not, of the does, season. Does it, but yeah, for does now, they send out a pit and uh, message that mm. But the they players have no that they have though. is good enough and there's no competition here. Mm-hmm. They should be, someone new should always be coming in and keeping people on their toes. Yeah, but when you but have for who? Let's put it this way. Lamella, Son, Ali. There's always improvement though. Mora, they all try, they all compete with that same always, two positions. Yeah, but there's always improvement. There's always someone like Davidson Sanchez. Someone could come in 
and help that defence. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying at the moment they've four players. No, but hold on, I'm saying at the moment they've got four players in two positions. They still have to fight for each other. Like now, Lucas Moura looks like he's coming and he's taking that left side position or right side, whichever he chooses. So now Son is back. You've got Ali also playing that same position, and then you've got Lamela who is coming in and scoring the goal. So who do you start? They still got that competition. Yeah. The only thing I don't think they have is Kane. He's either too tired or I don't know what the problem is. But you need to switch up a bit. If they had that young striker there. That could, you know, give Kane that sort of fire for yeah. that position. Then you've got to be a composition there. But in terms of midfield, they've already got that many midfielders. They could, you know, switch it up over there. So I just think it's, it's all about the selection and yeah. going bold. Like in this game, they should just go on with their main attackers. Don't play die as a right on the right. <laughs> I don't know what that right. was. About. Uh, the final word on Tottenham. Mm-hmm. You had at the beginning of the season, Arsenal played the first two, lost the first two. Even though they were tough teams, Man City and Chelsea, they were criticised, especially by the media. Then you had Man United, played two, lost two. They were heavily criticised. Tottenham have played the last two and lost the last two. They're not getting the same amount of stick. Yeah, because they're not as big as Man United. I'll just say that. They're not as big as Man United. They're They're bigger than Arsenal though, aren't they? No. It's true. Well, obviously not historically, but... And they're a better team than Arsenal. I think, I think the reason they don't get criticised is because they've got the most English players. It's very clear. And the most loved manager on the media. Mm. That's, the, but that's what I personally The do. media go for who they can target and Mourinho is an easy target that's so it. they'll crush Man United. Right? But Tottenham, it. it's the English players the like English you just players. said. Pochettino. Pochettino is always so. loved, most respectful, like very calm, very relaxed. They've got nothing, to, nothing against him. But Mourinho, even when he's falling off, they'll report it. You know, things like that. It's just, it's ridiculous. But that's the media for you. You know, that's why we have to analyse our weight and see what we think of it. Right, so the second game, Chelsea versus Cardiff. Chelsea winning 4-1. Cardiff taking the lead through Bamba. Then we got a hat-trick from Hazard and finished off nicely by William. Cash, you're the Chelsea man. What do you think of that game? Oh, that's that was like exactly what I was waiting for. First five games, this was probably our best performance personally. When I when I watched the games back, last four games compared to this one, this one showed the way he wants us to play football, which is press from the front, pass it around. Everything clicked out, especially with Drew and uh, Hazard. Everything seemed to have come in at perfect time. And I mean, the best player in the world has scored four goals, uh, three goals anyway. Yeah, it's easy to showcase the best football that you've had this season against the worst team in the Premier League. But when they've got 10 men behind the ball, of course, for me personally, that's what I'm saying, that you have to see what you faced against. But if this is your best game, you conceded against the worst team as well. But we conceded the first 20 minutes. If you saw the first 20 minutes of that game, whoa, honestly, I thought, hey, here we go again. Of the first four, that's what I thought. As a, as a fan, that's exactly what I thought. Then I just thought, hmm, let me see, actually, this is this is a test for us. And then we came out of that test looking. Now I can honestly say we are going to, I think we're going to go, we're going to challenge the title. First five games, I know it's too early, but I think we're going to challenge it. So so your performance against so Cardiff performance tells against Cardiff you tells me that you're going to challenge. We're going to challenge, not just on that, like, just that one performance, just what I've seen of it. From the yeah, them. every game seems like they've improved in, they're getting, they're getting used to 
the way he wants them to play for. But according but, to Sarri's post-match yeah. press conference, he said there's no way. That defence. Chelsea are not going to win the league. Everybody. Too far away. Yeah. So, and you're just saying they can well, contend for the league. You know, he, he's playing them. I'm just going up as a fan. What Gadwin did what I'm saying. Obviously, he's going to play it down. He doesn't want to put pressure on himself. And that defence, no disrespect, we still look, we look vulnerable. That, that, that back four does not look good. And that's where he's trying to figure out maybe if Ron Christian is fit. So that's a yes, it. you can win the league or no? We, no, I said, because I said, you're, I said, just, you're just criticising your defence. No, I said we can't. No, I said we're going to be challenged. I didn't say we're going to win it. I think we're going to challenge it. Before this game, honestly, I thought we were going to end up finishing fourth. We'll be lucky. Before that, when the season starts, that's what I thought. Fourth will be because all we did was still up. We only brought in one or two players. Not good enough. That's what I personally thought. Then, but we're looking good. We're looking, we're looking good. I do, I do agree with what you said about um, Chelsea. Obviously, they started the game very slow. And it looked like Cardiff, you know, Cardiff were doing what they usually do. They give a good craft first 20, maybe 30 minutes here and there. But then I think it's just in the end, it was just the quality from Hazard and especially Giroud. Because even they got chances earlier, didn't take him through Kovacic. But that Giroud thing is, that Giroud is he's just an average player. Yeah, he's not, yeah, hasn't made it. I okay, then let's, let's make that comment because yeah. the comment was made that he is the best yeah. target well, man. Hazard said he's the best yes. target man he's played. in football. He's the best target man, so... I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that because I see what he did for France. He did the same thing. Get the ball, hold it up. Interplay. I, I haven't seen a striker have that sort of interplay with the mm. wider guys as is, well as he does. Know, is Giroud reinventing the striker's role by taking it backwards and oh, making it that be, yeah, the yeah. old school style of that, hold up the player? And he's yeah. not really there to score goals. He's yeah. there to hold up and set yeah. all the people yeah. up. And people like Hazard actually will like, like I say, I mean, they will love those kind of things. Mm-hmm. What, he, what he does for the team, I've I've heard and I've seen it last season. I've seen he plays for the team more than he plays for himself. I give that up for it. But is he the best target man? Like he said, I don't know. Name someone better. Who's than better? Him. Um, He's clearly not the guy you guys have in your team, Morata. Yeah, because no, 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 I don't yeah. a comment like that from Hazard. I don't yeah. know what that does to Morata yeah. because that's basically yeah. him saying to the manager, "Don't play Morata." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play with Giroud. No, because every time he plays with Giroud, he scores a goal. That's the that's the thing, and he but, sets up the goals for him and. I can see, but it's, I don't know. It's something you will have to watch closely through the season, but I don't see it. But you have to look at the goals, the first goal especially. Yeah. The interplay with Giroud, oh, yeah, yeah. laid off, yeah, yeah. nice that, ball, that and Hazard did it. That you know, he Giroud done. always yeah. does. That's even, what the FA Cup, even the FA Cup, he did it last season. It was, uh, this, I think it was the semi-final when he did the same thing for... And then he set Giroud up. And the interplay is really good, but... So I think it might be a bit too quick. Too but dangerous. what I'll say for that is, Giroud is also old. Yeah. You're not expecting to be banging in that many yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't score it, goals. He hasn't yeah. scored in a while since yeah. May, I think, for Chelsea. Yeah. So that's fair to say. But if you've got your... The thing is yeah. to win the game. You're winning 4-1. He doesn't need to score. And if he's setting up, he had, what, two assists? Two assists. And Hazard thinks... And your main player, Hazard. Hazard thinks... First, I thought the comment was from completely different sources. I heard this comment this morning. But if it's from Hazard, then... I'm a bit, bit sweaty. Like, I'm thinking, as long as he's happy with it, you know, because for me personally, I think we should have, like, all these years, we should actually build a team around him. That's what I've always thought. And now, finally, it's happening, you know. Well, looking on from that, actually, Hazard, is he finally showing his true potential? Yeah. But for me, it's is because he... they're allowing him to play the football he's always wanted to play. 
that he was always held back by the previous manager. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. I've never, never disagreed with that point. But do you not think he showed this before? Because I think two seasons ago, I said Hazard, apart from Ronaldo and Messi, Hazard would be top three to top five. I don't see any player that builds their own play. And I was laughed away. No, it wasn't. Wait, it wasn't the first season. I think it was the season. I'm not sure it was after Mourinho. My issue issue with. I've always been Hazard's one of his biggest critics. My issue with him is he's good when he wants to play, he disappears when winter comes. He disappears, isn't it? He, like, no, he disappears when, 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 he, when yeah. he doesn't want to play, he yeah. doesn't play, and that's that's the and that happens quite a lot. You see the season um, when they when they won when Chelsea last won the league. Yeah, he was instrumental in that. He was turning up every game. But the season before that and the season after that, he yeah. wasn't. He was pretty much hiding. Mm. So it's like, it's which, not, it's which time that he get? No, so, the thing is, he's been moved around. If you watch him, he's exactly. been moved around hell of a lot. Finally, he knows what he's good at and where he wants to play. And that's what Sarah is using. He's playing in where he wants. He wants to be the main man. At the end of the day, he's 28 now. And he wants to be the main man at a big club. And he's accepted that he's not going to go to Madrid. He's here. And they need to build that team around him. And he's telling them. That's why he's coming. I mean, he comes out and says something like that. It's like straightforward. You know, play, do it with the way I'm going to perform. Because this way, it helps him. He's the one that's going to perform better with having Drew up there. Because that is the whole point. He's being very clear. And now... Every Chelsea fan will agree with him. And I personally, you know, I'd rather have Hazard playing that well and win the league than, you know, satisfying anybody else's opinion. The only thing I'll take, I'll say for the end of that is Chelsea, the only thing they need to look at mainly is their defence. You That's mentioned it. that already. Yeah. The defence, they look at that, then yeah. in terms of attack, they're fine. They just need to work out who the best player is, whether to start off Pedro yeah. or bring William. in William to yeah. That's add boost in the energy. Yeah. With Cardiff, I mean, they're doomed, man. Not much. Help. I'll say this: keep the same energy because they scored <laughs> against Arsenal yeah. and they scored against Chelsea. So I it's something to look forward to. So when you're playing lesser teams, you should try and get a ball and hold game, or whatever. So Bamba went from hero to zero. <laughs> yeah. The penalty he gave away was stupid, but it, it was Chelsea. They weren't, weren't going to win I mean, that. I mean, they weren't going to win, win it. His adrenaline went too high. I think a bit too high. But yeah, with Cardiff, just. Keep trying the way you're trying, and that's, yeah, what, I mean, be, that's what they can, yeah, they can yeah, take they from it. That's it. And they're gonna, yeah. They'll be all right. They'll be all right at the end of season. No, I think they're going down still. But, <laughs> but they can pick. Nick, if they can keep getting goals now, from if they're getting it from big teams, they yeah. can try and get it from lesser teams and see where they end up. As long as they don't be as worse as uh, Sunderland, then it'll be all good. Okay. So Liverpool and Chelsea managed to maintain their 100% record. The third game, Watford versus Man United, finished 2-1 to Man United. Goals from Romelu Lukaku, excellent strike from Chris Smalling, looking like, instead of Mike Smalling, he's looking like uh, Chris Hullet. And Watford getting a comeback from Andre Gray, but United did ride the luck at times, but they were more composed and looked more like a Mourinho team than than they normally have. I'm so, well, they do, but I'm surprised you said that because I know you don't like Mourinho. So. Yeah, I know. But that's the, the way you said that, it sounded like you had pride in it. It's very surprising. I'm trying to be unbiased there. Okay, exactly. fair enough. I don't want to show my disapproval for Mourinho, but yeah. But the team comes first. And that's like Lukaku said the team comes first. They're playing for the manager now. And United fans have to just either accept that or. You're gonna have the only to... thing I want personally as a United fan is wins. 
That's you win the game, that's you win the trophy, or you win whatever you're going for. That's that's, I'm fine by that. That's a, that a real honest fan. Because in the end, we haven't won anything for exactly. a long time. So that's what matters in football. Let's be honest. That's what matters football. Yes, we all want to watch a nice game played. But as long as Mourinho, what he's good at is, when there's results need to be, Mourinho will provide that results. And I told that team for the first time when I watched the season, I watched the United game and I thought, that's it. That's the typical. The only, I, I have my critiques though. The only critiques I have from this is, both goals, I'm sure came from set pieces. Arrived from set pieces. The um, Chris Smalling's goal was from a corner, yeah. That was. And Lukaku's maybe it was actually that was a bit more open yeah, play from across from yeah. young, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, from What's this, wrong with that? it's not wrong with it, but at the same time, anyway, Watford have shown to be a good team, like you said, they're yeah. chasing the fifth yeah. win, so I mean, they're always going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. From this, the only things I picked from it is the main three guys Fellaini, Young, and De Gea. Yeah. You could put Lukaku in there somewhere, but I'll say Fellaini, Young, and De Gea because. Two goals came mainly from them, and the hair yeah. had a lot of saves. Yeah. So saves. the ball goes to Young from the corner. Young crosses it to Fellaini. Yeah. Fellaini heads it, and someone gets it. Yeah. Second one, um, Fellaini got the ball from far, tried to cross it in, ended up with Young. Young crossed it in. Lukaku got the touch. So I think Fellaini's being utilized well again from the last game. But... You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Fellaini, but he actually he gave the right protection for. Um, Lindelof and Smalling when they had to because of the style we play when they pulled wide he dropped in between and he held the line there so it was yeah it was, he plugged the lines well he played well and he distributed he kept the game simple, simple. he got, he won the ball passed it he wasn't trying to be a, a ball player and win and dribble past everybody yeah. as he has tried up in the past <laughs> he just passed it Lindelof He's done, he's done, he's, I mean, last two games he's shown it that you know the manager's showing faith at him, and he's always been a Mourinho guy. And uh, he, I think that just what you guys needed was just to settle, and the team look very subtle at the moment. I think personally, and going forward, you're gonna you're only gonna see United play better than this. I, don't, I can't see them playing any worse than because finally they're figuring it out. Everyone knows their system, and it's just 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 look. It looks positive for United fans. But then we look at Watford, because they were chasing the fifth win. Obviously, the team were a bit more defensive with United, so they didn't get their chance. But I think the only difference there was De Gea, because without a keeper like De Gea, they would have got their goals. Yeah. And even that, I look at the Mourinho changes. He took off Lingard from Marshall, which was fine. But later on, he took off Sanchez from Atomini. And then you thought, where's the width coming from now? And then it was like more, you know, um, Watford could have got a goal last minute. Yeah. But I think as a top team, as I always see Man United as a top team, they should always keep going. Like Man City, yeah, you Chelsea, you, you always have them. But you were in control of the game, though. That's the thing. When, Marina well, sees the team, when that change control. happened with McTominay, yeah. things changed. The dynamic changed. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. This, no, this is the problem. At 2-1, and you're doing changes like that, you say you're in charge, but it only takes a second. Exactly. Without the hair, I think that would have gone in. That's the only thing that... Two ones will go to two twos. Exactly. And then you're like, you're scratching your head. He's done it for so long. No, but this is... But a lot of these tactics that Marino done, he's tried at United for two yeah. for two years now, and they they backfire sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't it's... defensive football is always like what's it called? It always back at times it backfires against if you weren't attacking. Yes, it's gonna backfire sometimes because you leave holes, but more likely you're gonna score. But with um, with Watford, it was just a curse of the manager of the month. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you give a manager a month and then, and then they lose. Left. But tennis, they still had it's an impressive run. Yeah, four wins out of five. They're 
above, they're way above average at the moment, so they're doing well. The team look good. Okay. Right, so the next game, Man City at home versus Fulham. Man City winning 3-0. Goals from Leroy Sané, David Silva and Raheem Sterling. For me personally, that was just... It, I always thought Fulham might get a goal, but I always knew City was going to win. I thought probably there'll be more goals than the three. But, I mean, the only main points to point out was um, Leroy Sané starting his first game. I liked his link-up play with David Silva. A bit like Giroud, the link-up play with Hazard. He seems to have that different dynamic that you won't get from Amares. So, I mean, for that, from that point of view, I think they always had more chances that they could have got goals, but they didn't take some of their chances. But, yeah. Did you hear Sané's uh, post-match uh, talking? Well, what what do you know, deduce I, from me? I just deduce he's saying look, I like, I've been working. You know, I like yeah, I like to basically yeah. saying you know it, I think it was more of a response like Tony Cruz basically saying yeah. some people need to shut up. Yeah, so like, you don't like you don't know the truth. Yeah, you don't know the true side because yeah. as you're saying that um, they said like Germany's well as it came out in the media said they sent him home, but he actually had another reason to go, personal reason to leave. Mm-hmm. So and then, but they're making out like he wasn't wanting to be there or whatnot. Yeah, I think so he had a kid. That was that was, that was, uh, yeah. that was one reason. And, and another thing as well, he was coming out was to defend his manager as well because a lot of people were having to dig at Guardiola for why he hasn't given him. And he, he stood at the end of the day, he knows what Guardiola expects of him. And he said, and that, "I like, I like." That's that. the, the whole. It made sense, and and he's still twenty-two. People forget he's still got a lot he's to learn in this game, and he's young. That's quick fire after two minutes, mm. bang. City starting on the front foot, but it's all on a mistake from, from Seri. Seri. But usually, it was just uh, one, one-way traffic, usually. The thing is, Fulham have just come up. They haven't had a big, a big, big test where they feel under the coach. They're playing away. Man City, they're, they're more or less, compared to Liverpool, maybe the best attacking force we've got in the UK. But so I think the way they, were, like, the way they left players as well, Fulham, and the way they were leaving Fernandinho... You know, one or two of yeah. silver and marks. So the players, they were like, you were thinking, well, you're in a premiership. You're playing the, the best team in the premiership. Because even then, when Seri lost the ball, mm. it was like 3v1. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you know? oh, But this is what happens. There have been a couple incidences. I'm sure we'll talk about them in, in the games to come. Mm-hmm. When you play deep from deep and you're trying to do this passing game, there's always a chance that you can get caught. Yeah. And when you get caught... <laughs> you look silly. It's, yeah, it look, you look silly and you give a open chance where someone can score from. Mm-hmm. So you're coming to you're coming to Etias. But this is this is the have... this is the new modern style of play. Yeah. Every single team well, apart press. from Cardiff yeah. try <laughs> try to play out from the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new it's a new thing it uh, what's his name? Guardiola's brought in and now everyone is following it. But it's weird because you don't see that many goals from Aguero no more. Aguero, even Jesus comes on, he can't get. But yeah, when you go a Sane, Sterling, Bernardo, yeah, but they always had that. I mean, I think personally those three and Aguero, I think that that four is like probably the best. Four. It is, but I'm saying in terms of how they get, that they could Silva get goals from all of them. Actually, if you watch Silva, you know he looked wow. The guy Which Silva? Made, I don't know. Silva. You just said that's the best four. I don't think it is. I think, ah. Liverpool, I think Liverpool, the front three. Mane, they work harder. Mane, Salah. And Firmino, they work with Kate harder. behind them, I think, yeah. as well. Uh, I I think they work harder, but I don't know which one, which one is more creative when it comes to goals. And I think that are more reliable, the most City ones, I think. But we'll see at the end of the season, we'll tell you. No, because even then, you still got De Bruyne who hasn't come back. Yeah, they've got guys just waiting to come back. Yeah. So, 
the way I look at it, I just don't understand why. Because usually the way they used to play ended up with Aguero getting a goal or Jesus getting a goal. But Aguero can't get a goal. It's always coming from some. If you look at their last few games, besides that one game Aguero got a hat-trick, there have been like two, three different scores. And they're trying this whole new system where they've got Silva alongside Fernandinho. Mm. Silva's getting older now. He's more like a creator. Did you see his interview on BBC? No, I didn't watch it. With Gavin Lineker. First time, he, he doesn't speak often, but he's yeah. actually... Uh, we haven't seen it. I don't think I've heard him speak, actually. He's uh, very insightful. Basically, he doesn't like football outside of actually playing. And uh, he's uh, he's a very family man, obviously, talking yeah, about his kids and that. Yeah. But he's a very good listen. Listen uh, to him, man. It's, it's good. Yeah. Like, he's a quality, yeah, quality player that kind of shows his mind how he plays and stuff. He's really good. Another notable point about this game is VAR was being trialled in five other games, all at all three o'clock kickoffs. Yeah. And the only game that they said they would have changed the result, or well, changed the decision, would have been Sunday's offside goal, which is actually well. It's good to see that they are trialing VAR, and it should definitely come in. And obviously, there's other games in the uh, as as we spoke about earlier in the Tottenham Liverpool game. Yeah. If VAR was there, that game probably would have well. There would have been a penalty. Most likely, would end up two two because Harry Kane doesn't miss penalties. Mm-hmm. So, but no, it was a good, it was a good shout. Well, good to know that VAR has been trialed. Yeah. But from that, I mean, Fulham. The only, I, I mean, there's not much you can say about Fulham in this case. It's just it's playing a better team. Yeah, they made mistakes, and the team was always going to be under the cost. So, I mean, they just have to take it. They've been playing well yeah, previously the, to this. Brush the dirt off the shoulders. And move, then on, move to on to the, the next, next game. game. Yeah. yeah. Why, I man, you go up to Newcastle. New Arsenal one. Stop it! Talk properly. Arsenal two. Uh, Arsenal <laughs> getting their goals through Granit Xhaka's excellent free kick and Mesut Ozil with a nice uh, finish and Clement Clark pulling one back in the 90th minute, but it's too late. Arsenal after two defeats at the first two games now on a nice little steady run of three wins. Are they showing? That now they're improving and uh, showing signs of Emery's tactics coming through. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming out too. It's coming out okay, but it's a bit too slow. One, Newcastle have been okay, and their score was two one. Like they didn't show anything excellent, but I think with other teams like United or Chelsea, they've made changes where they thought they needed to make a change. One thing that Arsenal have been crying for is Torreira. He still doesn't get a start, which is surprising because yeah. everyone sees him when he comes and said he's a game changer. Yeah. Why has Emery not realised this himself and changed it? So maybe, you know, their games could be less, you know, wishy-washy and, you know, a clear, a clear game where, you know, they, they play their, their game and their football. You know, you think if you know, as, as you go on, you improve. You've seen this player to be a better player. Unless it's a problem, why does he not, you know, change players here and there to improve the team dynamic? That's the only thing that bothers me. Personally, I don't actually think Arsenal have won three in a row, but I don't think they've actually improved. Again, <laughs> as I said, like against West Ham, they were lucky to win that game. Against Cardiff, a team that's terrible, they conceded two. In this game, they were still trying their best to mess around, doing still passing to Czech, yeah. who is not a ball playing goalkeeper, and putting it out and silly, yeah, silly, yeah. silly things. They were getting. There were a few times where Newcastle were through on goal, but they were just mm. met, they were just rubbish. If I'm honest, but it was just lucky. Against, yeah, against a against a better quality team, they take the pressure and like they would score, 
and they put like Arsenal would lose lose this, but they play three teams that have a free that are going through transition themselves or are just rubbish, and so they've got the three points in each one. But yeah, yeah for me, yeah, I don't see any signs of improvement. This is still Wenger's Arsenal. Yeah, that's exactly like the point I want to say. It doesn't look like nothing has changed at Arsenal, and that like like I said up front, I don't, I think they're getting a waste of fifty million whatever they paid him for. Him up front. Didn't look like he can't, he doesn't hold the ball up well for the, the system they're trying to play. They need somebody that's going to hold up the ball and link the plate. And like I said, does not look like it at all. And I don't know, it's just like it, I think they actually both worse they, than what they were last year. That's like like is it in Aubameyang. Aubameyang, I was no, I was expecting a lot more from Aubameyang. Though. Yeah, but, but he, coming he, into he the Premier League, the middle, don't you think he played through the middle? Yeah, but he had at times he had played through the middle. Uh, Only recently now they're playing both of them together. Yeah. But he, I think Lacazette was, like was there game, and he wasn't doing anything. But you need to play like because like I said, got a lot of the ball and he didn't know what the hell he was doing with it. He was passing backwards, passing wrong passes. If Newcastle, I mean, I mean, the comment from Shearer was hundred percent on Newcastle were very unlucky to. Lose that game. They were honestly unlucky to lose that. And Arsenal team looked average. No, no. I'll, I'll I'll give Arsenal this. They had chances which they didn't take many a time. I think Newcastle, like you said, they had a few chances, but they just don't have the quality, so they couldn't finish. Hossley always gets a nice header you can put in the net, but he didn't. You know. But I think the thing is, Arsenal have the better quality, so they will win these games, but they don't do it convincingly. And even like I said with the Torreira thing. You've got the opportunity to play players that could complement the team even more, which they don't do, which would be a problem. Because if you're playing, you're trying to challenge for a title, and it's important that you start, you know, getting these little things correct <laughs> now. The Arsenal are trying to challenge for the title. No, I'm <laughs> just saying, they're trying, they're trying, they're trying, they're trying, the question is, what are they fighting for then? Huh? What are they fighting for now? Fourth place. No, not even fourth place. No, <laughs> in general, no but at the point, Emery, what, what do you think the targets have been set for Emery? Personally, because I think what they're trying to do is change the philosophy of the football club. That's what they're trying to achieve the first year. But still, change the philosophy of the football club, you, there's basic things that they need to change. I think they're still passing the ball the way Arsenal used to always like, try and get that goal that looks so beautiful instead of just like someone taking responsibility and saying, hey, I'm here, someone to be a leader. That team ain't got no leaders. 0.0. That is, that, that's what I get for a lot of people. It's some of the basic mistakes they're doing. There's nobody that's saying to them, listen, you can't be passing the ball back. They're trying to build for the back and then they give it to Lacazette oh, and then he goes backwards. But you don't do that. And that's what, if you, you know, that's what was frustrating. If I was Arsenal fan, that would have frustrated me. That's where I say that if, if somebody that had a leadership quality would have told like, like I said, a few times, you know, you need to have sometimes motivate some of these players. Someone needs to shout at them. That's personally opinion. When you shout, so the reaction they will get will be different. And that's where they're missing. That's my opinion for Arsenal has always been that. And nothing has changed, and nothing will change until they rectify that issue. On um, the other hand, Newcastle must be glad that these runner games are over now. Yeah. In the first couple of games, they played Tottenham and lost. Disappointing draw against Cardiff, where they should have won, especially with the last penalty, last minute penalty miss. But then they've had Chelsea, uh, Man City, yeah. and now Arsenal. Yeah, is it like they were pretty much expected to do that? But if they lose the next game now, they've got then no, it's, it's, it's now the play. Like, how do you pick up the players? Because now they're going to be down. I don't know. So I think it's going to be they need to start picking up points quickly. The next two games they can pick up points against Crystal Palace and Leicester. 
Crystal Palace away, Leicester at home. Maybe Benitez so, got a point to prove to this. Maybe he wants to do it this way. And then come January, you know, Mr. Ashley has to go to his pocket and get some players. Maybe. Well, we know that's not happening. If <laughs> <laughs> Ashley sees that the bomb, hey, man, that guy loves money. He doesn't care. Yeah, he loves money. He just spent 80 million on a house of Fraser. That's, 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 that's his signing done. But he knows where did he get all that money? He's, I mean, they get a lot of, lot of good money. He's getting Look, Newcastle. He was happy to get them relegated last time. He still, got, he still made money. He uh, gets parachute payments. Parachute payments, yeah. He's not, gonna, he's not gonna, he doesn't, if he doesn't need to spend, he's not going to spend. There's no secret, he tried to sell a club, but he mm. wasn't wanting to budge on the fee. Yeah. Ashley doesn't care about them. He's not going to invest in that. I don't know. I would disagree. I think next. But they really need to. They need to get on a winning streak quickly. Oh. If they don't, the players are going to start. They're more demotivated, and they will. Start, they them. will start looking like relegation candidates. But um, flows. Marvin, he made a point last week or was it two weeks ago regarding Newcastle. Where when it comes to top teams, they seem to change their the way they play and they're more conservative. They're holding instead of att- attacking, which is what they do against the lesser teams, where you can see they can actually get. That's a Benitez. That's a Benitez. Benitez defends. Yeah, defends but from the this is the thing. If he keeps, do- I mean, he's done that all this time. No, but he's even, not winning. No, but even with Cardiff, like, even against Cardiff, that was a game that they should have gone for. They, they no, no, no. That game, Cardiff, back. Cardiff had a very good defensive game. Not really. They, yes, really. If you Newcastle, watch that game, Newcastle like they didn't really go for it up until the, la- the latter stage. But it has always been a defensive manager. He, he ain't going to change. He ain't going to change his philosophy for anybody. And when the bigger teams come in town, he's going to put the is, bus from. And much as people say Benitez is good, he's using this excuse that Ashley's not spent. My Ashley's not spending that money. That's terrible. Anyway. He's using that as an excuse yeah. and basically saying that oh, I don't have the personnel. No, I agree. He, he's like you can still play attacking style of football. Yeah. You can still go for it, but no, he, he likes to hide. Hmm. He likes to blame other people. And that's I'm saying with these kind of run of results, you just need to go for it. You've got Crystal Palace, you've got Leicester. If they don't win anything from there, he's probably looking at the door. And you keep going on about the squad is not good enough and stuff like that. Well, you might as well just let them play football. And then instead of like conceding just you know two goals, uh, concede four or five, at least he's tried it. I think the Newcastle fans <laughs> might be actually a bit like, at least they try and play good football. But I think Benitez. I think I think the squad is decent enough to win games. I mean, they, on this, this game, they had, I think they'll be on safe. the bench. They had Shelby, they had Kennedy, um, Rondon. So they've got three guys who are attacking players. But they've been playing. All three of them have been playing really low. But at this time, looking at your squad, these are guys who can get on and would try and do something for you. He's not doing that, so he can't play. But that's play. what I'm saying. He might Shelby, be playing, the main guy. He might be playing his cut like Benitez. Always there's something behind whatever he does. And he might be playing this thing that, oh, let's just play this team till January and actually see that we're not doing well. And then maybe he'll poise. Anyway, I mean, with Arsenal, they just need to look at their lineups, look at how they, they want actually um, put their formation forward in terms of the guy they brought off, um, the young player, what's his name? Con something. Conduce. Conduce yeah. yeah, him. They took him off from Torreira. Start Torreira next game, see what difference it makes yeah. in their dynamic. Yeah, that's the, the way that the. Uh, Una Emery has treated those two players should have been in reverse. Mm-hmm. Torreira should have been the guy that's exactly. been started, yeah. and Conduzzi should have been the guy that's been. If, I think if, I, I don't I know. I just thought playing check. Uh, was this called? Uh, not check. Yeah, I, th- uh, that's, uh, I thought uh, even was, said, why? Why is yeah, playing check, check playing? <laughs> they they spent money it, on, on Jacka, Leno. Jacka, check, Alakasid should be dropped out of that team 
And this team, if no, you're going to check, Zaka, I think okay, Zaka, Zaka, Zaka's been doing all the assists and he's scoring goals. Okay, alright. One goal. One goal. Zaka, one goal. There's not a night. Let's not all go. It's not about one goal. He's had the, quite know, a few bro, assists this season as well. Exactly. For us, he's been doing the, the yeah, job for them. He's, so. Yeah, he's been at fault for a few of the goals they conceded as well. But he's been assisting. But if you're going to change your identity and you want to change your philosophy, football, you want to change this whole club, some of these players you gotta go. They have to go, and they've been. Yeah, and replace them with what? There's That's not a transfer. No, 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 Torreira. There's not a transfer. Torreira. The transfer's not open yet. It was that young lad, Gunduzi. Uh, no, you can't. He needs easing in. He can't be rushed in. No, right but now. I think he's still stuck. Gunduzi. What? What? What kind of player is he? Defensive. Defensive. But Zaka is not. It's a central and attacking. No, they're using him as. Defensive, that's what you got to That's how they're Jacob was forward. Yeah, but he was going forward, yeah, this game. But the last the game he played, he scored this game as well. I don't know. I, don't, I think that guy's going to be a forward. Player Arsenal have got. And, and Czech as well needs to go. I think Czech finally. Yeah, Czech, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't want him to be He doesn't look comfortable on the ball. I feel so, like, very sad for him. I shouldn't, he shouldn't be disrespected. But the team he's playing for is the reason why he's that crap anyway. <laughs> he was better at Chelsea. Anything else to add to that, Manos? <laughs> okay. That's it. That's true, though. It was better than that. That yeah, was a bit better. You're not going to tell me it wasn't better. It was a bit better than that. <clears throat> right, the next game, Bournemouth versus Leicester. Bournemouth at home. Winning 4-2. Got goals coming from Ryan Fraser. Fraser again. Then we got King penalty with... I think it's Adam Smith getting the last goal and then Leicester coming back with two late goals for Madison and Albrighton. Personally, in this game, I think it was... I, I don't think I was expecting this because I thought Leicester would give a good um, good goal of this because I know Bournemouth would get goals at home, but Leicester seemed to have a decent attack. They had Vardy back as well. So I thought it would be end-to-end, but for some reason, yeah, it these, seemed they didn't have that attack. These are the games I would... As... As you've heard in the pod, I've been critical of anyhow. But personally, it's not only the way Portsmouth played, the way Leicester defended. That Harry Maguire, he must be the worst <laughs> 80 million, whatever he was going to go for. That guy was a disaster. Ah, he was bad. That guy was so bad that it just shows, you know, a few games in a World Cup playing against crap teams. No, no, no. He's, yeah, having, he's having that big head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He came back. Even like I watched, I was watching a bit of social media the other day as well. Oh, they're playing this golf game, and then he comes out. Ah, he's thinking like, oh, I'm the big guy here. Oh, my team has won it. My friend, you need to bring yourself down to earth. Last, you've only been in less than one year, and that's why I was personally speaking, he shouldn't have. United should have never signed him anyway. He wasn't good enough. His typical English media hype, and that is one thing. The media do it to players, especially English players, and they need to bring that down. And Harry Maguire just showed that against Portsmouth. So are they average? Are they sort of doing that again with um, two players in this game, Ryan Fraser? Because they yeah. started doing that, and they're yeah. doing that with Madison, yeah. number ten. Madison, yeah, of course. That's why wasn't it in the last squad? Yeah, yeah. And I say that's exactly why one two games he plays it. Yeah, he should be in the squad. Yeah, this is the way the philosophy football. But no, you have to end to be an England player. That's my. That's that's the, for you to, and everything in life has to be earned, especially in football. But English players are always okay. Okay, but let's stick it to Leicester, not England. Yeah. With Leicester, Harry Maguire has played well. He Last, scored goals as well. For one Norway. season wonder. Yeah, he's played one season wonder. One season don't make you a great player. That's why I was always like like the, the, the talk of this sixty million. 
If Pio are good enough. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he like yeah. good enough. He might be another Pellegrini. He just, he's just there for the right. I think him and Pellegrini are both uh, balanced. Yeah. Because you know, Leicester with the last couple since Ranieri's gone, when Craig Shakespeare they started well. Yeah. Then they faded. Yeah, yeah. Now Pio uh, with this um, Pio. It Pio? Um, last started year well, right. and then yeah. he's kind of they start fading as well. Yeah. That's is it. he like? Is it just the? I don't know. The I think they've won that one title. And Great. some of those players, just need to, yeah, I think they just need to clear up. Vardy needs to get goals, but they've given him four years, whatever contract it was. They need to clear off and start everything again. West Morgan needs to go as well. If I'm honest, I don't think, like you say, Vardy and West Morgan probably need to go. I think they're winding down anyway, but with the chances they got, they could put away chances. So it's, it's that extra, I mean, like I said, Gray and... Gazal, whatever his name is. But it's great, good, it's great, all right. I don't know if he should be a right. I think they should put him like. Behind, behind Vardy that's what I would probably play I think he'll probably give you more attacking coming through the middle than the, from the wings I think great but I've never seen him I'd rather have him just behind the striker just like number 10 ball well, put it this way that's Madison, Madison yeah that's what they got Madison for fully got, great, but let, me, let me go back to my point let me finish my point more longer let me finish my point my point was saying great Gazal they play well on the wings they've got Chilwell who was putting in loads of assists loads of crosses on the left, and you've got Ricardo Pereira, who's been doing the same thing on the right. Yeah. So they've got the the players that could actually attack. Mm-hmm. They've got Vardy who can finish. You've got uh, Madison who's been playing very well as number ten. Why are they not utilizing but that players? centre figure of mm-hmm. Leicester City is where the problem is. What in Didi and Mendy? Yes, in Didi and Mendy and the back. If you look at it, both that's what that, and that's where they're football both, yeah. sometimes you need a, uh, you need at least one or two of them has to put. Maguire and Morgan are quite a few slow players. Ah, oh, that midfield looks very. Doesn't look like the best midfield as well, but they do have Johnny Evans. <laughs> <laughs> but has he has he started it? He wasn't on the bench. He came uh, he gave, on, yeah, yeah. He since they bought him, they haven't started him. That's again, oh. you know. I mean, they, I mean, they still have options. And Niacho on the bench, they got Fuchs who but, put in a good cross. They need got Albright. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Next game is going to be Evans and Maguire. Then we'll have to we'll have to see about that. I think Johnny Evans probably is the best bet out of them three. But what I'll say for that that game is in, in terms of Bournemouth and how they play, they should just keep the attacking energy. They just need to have a bit more discipline on the back. And they could have a very good season because Wilson, King, um, Frazier, even some of the defenders like Cook, never they, they, seem, they seem yeah, to be that. given a lot of you know attack, good attacking football. Yeah. So they, they should keep that. In terms of Leicester, their attacking presence, like I just said, they need to just show... They, they've got the, the players to do that. They just need to do more of that. Mm. Then they might get some points and start climbing. Huddersfield 0, Crystal Palace 1. Brilliant goal from Wilfred Zaha. But the main talking point of this game came in a pre- in a post-match, post-match interview. Wilfred Zaha complaining, saying he needs more protection from the referees. Because, to be honest, I actually side with him. That tackle that was on him by Jorgensen was dirty and could have, on another day, snapped his leg. And it's not the first time. It's definitely not the first time. He was uh, he was complaining about here. I don't know if I've seen Achilles heel getting raped as well in yeah. the in their previous game. That it's one, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, that was last week, so yeah. So does he have a point? Yeah. No, you need to you need to really watch how Hazard gets treated. The way before he talks anything, he need, the thing is, yes, maybe he need, he thinks that he's been like. Or he's he's been treated differently by referees and stuff like that. 
But he needs to watch Hazard gets, I personally honestly think Hazard gets kicked more than him. But it's the way he deals with it. If you're going to be a great player and you're going to complain about this kind of kicks, yeah, and you want to take on everybody, my friend, you're in a different... You say kicks. These are not, these are like leg-breaking kicks. Hazard doesn't get that. Hazard is... The thing oh, is, Hazard, uh, uh, this is where you give Hazard the plaudits, no, yeah? This is no, where you give Hazard the plaudits. You give Hazard the plaudits because he's, he's clever so he can get past the players. That's, he can get past the players. Zaha just goes and he's just full throttle. So when they come for him... Doesn't that goes, tell you something? Hold then? on, hold on. They go straight for his ankle and someone... The core is tackle at Watford. That was... He wasn't even that was, anywhere... No, that's what I'm saying. That tackle, I agree with That one was a bad tackle. But the tackle he got on, on Saturday... That could have broken down. That could have broken leg. You know, do you want to check tape? I've got this video on me now. Do you want to check tape? I've seen it four times. No, no, no. I've seen it on the screen. Okay, okay, hold on. Let's check tape. Let's check tape. All right, so we're back. We've just consulted the BNA podcast VAR. Cash, what are your thoughts on that? I still like. I still agree with my point. How? No, listen. How, Sway? How? How, Sway? Yeah, okay. How? I'm trying to explain it to you. Watch from the angle. But he's tackling. You ain't got the answers, no, right? No, no, the thing is, if you see that, if you see the tackle, where he's coming from, he came from on his right, where he should have tackled with his left foot. Obviously, he's a right footed. He tackled with his right foot. It wasn't intentional. If you it's see it. Matter, it's no, intentional. No, 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 but that's no, what the referee. You no, think it's a red referee. card? No, that's what the referee gave me. Fellaini is always two seconds late. But still deserves the yellow card. Yeah, it's not intentional. No, but it's actually. It's not the ease. What I'm saying is, no, it's not a red card. No, but the thing is, you ask the question: Is this a red card? What he's complaining about is a guy that he is the best player Crystal Palace have got. Is that right or wrong? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He went for a tackle. No, if someone's going to go past me. And I was playing. No, it, it, doesn't, no, it doesn't matter if he's the best what player. What he's saying is. It doesn't matter if it's Zaha, if it's Hazard, if it's Cristiano Ronaldo, if it's Messi. Anyone. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That was a late tackle. And a the dangerous guy's tackle. got his studs on was his take, leg. Late tackle. That could easily break but his leg. It was not a red card. The no, guy that is a red went card. in. Straight up, he red card. I disagree with that. Completely. Ben, what's your thought? I, I think it's a red card, 100%. Red. 100%. Because I don't think he, maybe he didn't mean it like that, but the fact that it's over, you could have broken the yeah. guy's like it's dangerous tackle. I, I think you guys have been watching this whole new football world now. If you catch really? somebody. You're watching you might as well play football. football. No, we might as well, we might as well be basketball, isn't it? We might as well do, like, <laughs> well do every, every two seconds stop a game. Oh, yeah, someone stacks me. Yeah, I'm going to play. Oh, someone no, stacks me. There's, there's no, a difference between a touch. And a terrible tackle. How that do you was come out? Actually, he looks more, in, for me personally, he looks actually more like an idiot now that coming out and complaining because nobody actually does that. Now people are actually going to target him. That's why, personally, if I... No, so, okay, you know, I mentioned that before. Same thing happened with Ronaldo. When people attack what did Ferguson come and say? He came and said no, that they need to watch can out. Speak, but don't speak for yourself. That's it. Let Why not? Do do? No, 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 no. This is not the point we're trying to make. No, but, this, no, but the thing is here... Look, he looks you, no, you, you mentioned Hazard before. Yeah. Hazard, from obviously, the uh, new manager hasn't said anything yet, but previous managers have protected Hazard. That's it. Previous, like, Ronaldo was protected by Ferguson. Yeah. Other players have been protected. By their managers. Nobody's going to be protected by Hudson, man. Come no, on. but it's basically exactly. <laughs> no, no. This is where, but this is why I said, this is why I think he made a, a move that he was so angry and his emotions spoke more then he's like, he should like, oh, use a bit common sense. Five games, uh, you've had two tackles that could break your leg. That's what the guy is. you for a long he's time. He's got no ambitions anyway, signing a contract with Crystal Palace. The guy is set his side to just earn his money 
and get out of football. Someone's going to break his But well, you just said he's the best player. So, so for Crystal Palace, I think, yeah. For Abbey, if look. he has to go up, he'll go up. Yeah, Again, he, he, he came up to United. United no, didn't want him anymore. But if I was so, him, I would have actually, if I, if I was him, I, I was ambitious. I've got already three-year contract left. I was just going to play another season. Play no, but you're missing the point now. We're talking about his... his, 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 his guy's a moaner. He needs to, he needs to start, start learning that he's playing the Premiership. If you're going to be the best player in the world or you're going to be the best player in the Premiership, you've got to take tackle. No, you're echoing the talks of what Alan Shearer and Ian Wright said. No. They just said... I didn't even watch it. You're echoing exactly their thoughts and saying he should be thankful the fact that he's respected that he's one of the best that... They he were people people were I think that's bullshit. I think if that was a different yeah, player, they would be protecting him. Like, yeah, yeah they, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they won't just let it ride I, off. That, actually, oh, you could have... That's what they said, actually. I actually agree with them now. And to be honest, mostly, most of the time, I don't... Really you should be proud that you could have broken your ankle. No, you should. You should but you, you, you should, should do more up, things like getting the goal. You should man up and start realising the game he's playing. We're not playing basketball. We're playing football. That's what we're Yeah, you're playing football. And watch Hazard. And if you want to be as good as Hazard... Watch that. Literally. But how that doesn't get your legs like, tackled yeah. like that every I think people, people, people think play, you, you know complaining. Because people don't realise how that's actually very clever. He actually, the way he sets his body, you got to start understanding your body and your way of playing football. And this is what uh, uh, Zahad issues Zahad. He just wants to run. My friend, if you just want to run, you know, we've had a lot of runners. From, from that, it wasn't even about running. No, no, it's it's a a thing. Thing. no, 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 Cash. Okay, let's take Zaha out of the picture. This is just any other player running for the ball and someone tackles like that. It's a red card. But, I, no, but I didn't see it. No, didn't you see it. said it's not a red no, card. No, that tackle, if you want to talk about the tackle, you want to talk about Zaha's I'm just saying, no, 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 was a yellow card tackle. No, it's not because a yellow card. That tackle, no matter who it was, it's a red card. The thing is, people have different views. For me, the angle. The guy came, the guy was trying the guy, to get the ball. That, that's, the guy that's that was warming up on the sideline, his head covered the thing. You ever that, he's got a bigger head than Maguire. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a red card because it, clearly it caught his leg just above his ankle. He it got, caught no, his leg. I didn't, I didn't, but how many, time, how many players get there next call? But the way he, he was, the angle he came, he was short. Right, he to was, settle this, you're saying oh, it's yellow? Yellow card. 100%. I'll say red. I say red, two against one, but it's then, a red. It's a red, but let's look at the game itself. The game itself, more or less end-to-end. Huddersfield, you know, put a few good balls here and there, but in the end, is that little bit of brilliance from Zaha, and that thing I did mention two games ago, changing Benteke for Jordan Ayu, who I think is a bit more hungrier. Benteke doesn't seem to be that main link-up guy. Jordan Ayu is more hungrier, he linked up Zaha. Yeah. Zaha made his brilliant run and got the goal. Yeah. So, I mean, Palace... They look more. It's a good win for them. They, they look more playing wise. They look better. Are you up front? Actually, it's true. That, that point, yeah, that's fact. That's right. And he played the full ninety minutes, no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they like that that yeah. play. The link up was really good because mm. he understands the way of the way Zaha was playing. Uh, but I wonder what happened to Benteke because he's not even on the bench. So was a sad Benteke. Thing. I would have loved to have him at Chelsea. For just years. apparently he's injured. Just conveniently, been, nah, just has been he's been missing shots and stuff like he probably missed their coach. <laughs> right, Alright, let's look at a few of the other fixtures. Alright, we're looking at Everton at home versus West Ham losing one goal to three. Personally I love this game. We've got the goals from Yarmolenko twice and Artovich getting another goal in the second half, but Sigurdsson getting a goal just before the half time for Everton. But West Ham got their first win. Which I said was coming if they play to their potential against a team like this. The previous games have been a bit I've been a bit wish washy, but yeah. And Everton seem to have that 
sort of vibe going about them where they could win, they could not win. So this is a perfect game for them and they came out victors. So it's a good game. It's a nice birthday treat for Manuel Pellegrini. Yep. His birthday, <laughs> but you know the standout goal out of that was Yamalenko's second goal. Brilliant finish. Cut in from the left. No, cut in from the right. They curled Onto it into his left. left. Yeah. Nice. And that, yeah. was his, that was his first game starting as well. Yeah, which is taking a while. And to be honest, in this one, West Ham didn't really, apart from obviously Yamalenko starting, a lot of the players have been playing already. Mm-hmm. But they just, he tweaked the formation and where they, the positions they played. And as well, as I said before, they played well against Arsenal, but they were unlucky. They've been unlucky in quite some of their games. But then in this one, everything ticked. Yeah, it's uh, everything went well. And yeah, they they were yeah. suiting them at the moment. And when he changed the formation from the from the get go of the game, it looked like they were like you can see a bit more pace of West Ham. They were running around. They were more like hungrier. The players looked like they wanted to do things and they were attacking, and they all came together. Um, that's what actually, I think they're good enough to finish top top eight. Top, I mean, it's second. Probably say top ten of the of the league. I personally think. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. they've got good players. Yeah, this is just time, like getting... they haven't shown some self destruction. Yeah, you could say that they will have something coming up through the season, which is hundred percent. But as as a squad, when you look at it, the players they've got, I think that players should all be. It should be not walking in the park, but it should be good enough to finish top ten. I think, and they showed that they proved that against Everton. The thing is, looking at their formation, one thing that they've had for a while, which they haven't had in touch, was. The midfield, they always usually use Sanchez, Wilshire, on and off Antonio, Snodgrass. This time, he went with Obiang, he went with Noble, he put Rice in there. And then you've got, obviously, Omeleko starting, Zabaleta starting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They bought him. Right, Carlos Sanchez. Yeah. So, I mean, this is what they've been using for the last few games. Now he's... He's I think it was like like five or six changes in this team. And he's got got a good balance. And even look, if you look at the goals, there wasn't anything special but the finishing in the end. Like, they just got the ball, moved the ball about. Nice piece of work from Yarmolenko. The middle three, Aubameyang, Declan Rice and Martin Noble. Yeah. They're just... Or keep it simple. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but you don't need Jack Wilshere in that team. team. That, the, the biggest problem they have. And the thing, if, even if you have a team like this now, and you've got like the Antonios and whatnot on the bench, you've got some better players to come on. You know. So I mean, it was that change that needed to happen, and I'm glad he's realised that he made a change and they got the victory. So maybe they can pull on from this and then go on to the next games. Yeah. In terms of Everton, I'm not so sure. It doesn't seem to be fully clicking for them, especially at home. They're very hit and miss, but yeah. they are showing they're missing with Charleston. Definitely yeah, they definitely are, because definitely. they don't have a focal point. Uh, Cenk Tosin, not really. Uh, he's not cutting it up front alone. I think he need, he does need somebody else there. And well, one player doesn't make the team. I, th- I think their manager is losing. I personally think he hasn't yet found uh, his best team. Yeah, it's still early days for him though. Yeah. So I'll, I'll judge him till I'll give him till January. I still don't think he's he should be the Everton manager. I think. Personally, they've made a mistake having, but we'll see. <laughs> Is that for him or keep Sam Allen? Sam Allen's any day. No. Allardyce, he would have done the job, right? <sighs> he would have done the job a million times better than this guy. This guy is overrated silver. He's had draws and wins. So this, this is his first loss. Well, <laughs> but he hasn't done anything spectacular yet. 
He hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah. But that's the thing is. Oh, but how, what do you expect from Everton? Jordan Wins is not too bad. Wait, wait, what, 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 no, yeah. what, what position? Everton, 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 the squad they've got, they should be good enough they, to finish top not 10. Really? They should. You cannot tell me that Everton team shouldn't be. No, they should be they top They should 10. be. Not really. Because yeah. no, the thing is. Look at that, those players. Read some of them. If you have to be with the matches that they played up to now, they are 10th. Yeah, so now. Yeah, up to now. So they're exactly what you want to Yeah, the, the, but they're doing the the ball. Well, how many points they've got? They got six points. Six points. They've won two two games out of the five. Yeah, one one, drawn three, yeah. lost one. Don't draw three. That's it. It's one one. Yeah, but they're doing. Yeah, but again, because their lack of football, the only thing right, with that is which is no Richarlison. He's been yeah. banned the, la- the, the last so, three games. Yeah, but it's not one player. That's guess what I'm trying to say. To no, you. but he it, hasn't yet found the focal point of the team. Can't be just one player. Yes, I get it. You need to have a main man. But still, the team needs to have some sort of like a team where you need yeah, to work. I said in the like, team, yeah. it's going to take a couple more games before he gets his full philosophy. Yeah. Which is probably going to be in the Premiership. Yeah, yeah, until Christmas, you will get in the Premiership. You don't get to any later than Christmas. So you got to, you're not going to spend like up to what? 40, but 50 the, way, the way I see the Premier League, if Everton even end up in the bottom half, it's not a surprise. But is he going to save, not, is he that going to save his job? I don't think so. I think it will. I think, I think they're it'll be, willing, they're willing be to, fine because they have, to get, it's their first get loss. They haven't actually played terrible and they haven't spent crap loads. They haven't been great. They, they haven't been they terrible. Spend, uh, they spent 60 Just million. And he's been doing well. No, 40 million Richardson. Uh, no, they've sent up to 56 million. Okay, but the main Still guy they got was Richardson and he's been doing the job and he's off. He's mm. back next game against mm. Arsenal. But they spent money this season before. They've been trying to build this for the yeah, last Yeah, but that's game. not this manager's fault. He has to work with his I think he's just... He's... It's one one thing that you can't judge till January. We'll leave it as that. On to the final game of Sunday. Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, Burnley 0. Wolves taking a lead through Raul Jimenez on the 61st minute. This should have really been a more easy game for Wolves. They had a ridiculous amount of chances. Six shots on target, 12 shots off target. They dominated possession with 59%. They just had the rubber the green on everything. They were basically dominating the game. They just lacking, uh, just, they couldn't finish. Weren't clinical enough. Yeah, they weren't clinical. But they, they end up with the three points, which, yeah, they're showing, they're showing they have the class of that, but the only thing that is letting them down is the finishing. And that could obviously come to haunt them towards the end of the season. I don't know, is it that or do you think Burnley was just good in defence that they couldn't break them down properly? Well, Hart made a few good saves but Wolves should have really finished more. They should have finished a lot more than they... They created a lot of chances and they had their Burnley defence twisted. They didn't know... Burnley didn't know where they were coming left, right, centre. Wolves, they were impressive in their play. If they they sort out, as as, uh, Nuno Santo was saying at the end of the the post-match post-match press conference he was saying that it's a wor- well it's not a worry that they're they're creating the chances but that's like finishing is something they need to work on yeah. something they need to improve on and once if they can sort that out these guys will but be the other, the other hand you have to still look at the way Burnley Burnley has started really bad this season and they've had it they've the start they've had the worst I've seen I don't even want to hear that Europa League no, it's not, it's not the Europa League. I don't think it's the Europa League. It's just one of those things 
I mean, there've been a few years where they've like had a good start, and I think now, you know, it's one of those. I think they might have actually got more players than they wanted. It. I personally think they don't know who their first goalkeeper choice is. There's few positions that they don't really know because there's too many players. I think. I think this is the first time he's actually been challenged, uh, like, as into okay, when you've got a squad that's actually they've improved the players for the first time properly. Hmm, who's who? What is your first team? He, I don't think they know their first team yet. And that's why they're not... They only really signed Joe Hart this season. They didn't really sign anyone else. So this is really pretty much the same team as last season. It's just, instead of looking at the player thing, mm. they punched above their weight last season. Do you want say last season only? Last season, the year before, they were okay. No, 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 no but... Yeah, the, the other season, they finished up in decent position. Mm. But last season... They finished, they qualified for obviously qualification for Europa. That was way above their maybe, level. Maybe the squad, that's the thing, maybe that's exactly, maybe the squad is not. But I, I think they've, they've not yet kicked in. And I, I know Berlin will be safe. That's my under. That's but my as, as we kind of mentioned before, a lot of teams are going to this new style of football where the passing game. Yeah. <laughs> Berlin <Benly> just <laughs> sticking with what you know the best. School, old school. Just Mourinho style, stick with what you know. Don't change. Yeah, well, he's Ginger Marino, isn't he? But that's it. What else do you want to do? No, but best? like I said always, it's not Hart's fault, but going getting Hart was a big mistake. mistake I think yeah. it's terrible. So, I mean, one thing Burnley were known for was a good, solid defence. Used to get a lot of clean sheets. I mean, I know from fantasy football how many clean sheets I got for Ben Mee. But now they can't, you know, they couldn't keep a clean sheet save their life. It's not so. Hart's fault, though. It's not, but I mean, I look at Hart and I'm like, they didn't have, they didn't have a good sign in him anyway. And then they're playing the same football, which clearly isn't working for them. They've got a lot of problems. I don't know where they're going from, but at the same time, Wolves is obviously a more better attacking side than they are. They've got a better manager, it looks like, from where they played the, the way they played at Man City and whatnot. Wolves are a good team, so the one who it could have been more, like you said, but with this, Wolves can just take the fact that they've got that much. They had that many chances. They just need to be more clinical. With this, it's just the amount of attacking you do. You get enough chances, like Man City, you score more goals. If you concede one or two, who cares? You've won the game. So, for Burnley, I think they first need to work on their... Either work on their defence or work on their attack. They need to do, be doing something. It's not doing anything at the moment, which is quite worrying. Surprise, at the beginning of the season, no one would have thought Burnley would possibly be the ones to go down. They've conceded 10 goals. There's only Huddersfield and West Ham that have conceded 11. But even West Ham have got three points now. So, fairness, yeah. I had the inkling that they won't do well because they don't have the strength and depth. They didn't have the strength and depth to go with Europe, but now I just feel like they're using that Europe thing as an excuse to say, "Oh, they're not like the players are tired or whatever." They started preseason too early. Come on, them games in preseason that they were playing and the qualifiers, they're rubbish teams anyway. Yeah, but you traveling. That's the thing. Yeah, but come on, look, Man United go to America. You got Arsenal that go to China. You yeah, got guys that go to. They've got, they've got private jet. Burnley can't afford a private jet. But they don't go by coach. No, they don't they? They 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 travel by jet. No, they're gonna have to go on jet by standard jet and share it with everybody else. No, they don't. They'll probably no. Hundred percent, they will. They're not. They're not. That's the thing. Yeah, I said there's a levels. There's a levels. You can't afford. Have you seen that. how much they make in the Premier League? Yeah, but still, Burnley still a small club the compared team, to. They don't make one billion. The team, the, the team that gets promoted in, from the championship in the playoffs, they'll get sixty million. Yeah, but they, that's 60, enough to yeah, charter yeah, your own flight. That, uh, your own flight. That's one wage. And even the, then, United. That's a one wage. Of, one of the players or two or three players wage for the whole season. 
of United compared to the whole Burnley squad. But that's it's just an, it's an excuse. Oh, they can still look if they treat them like a friendly as pretty much they know they're gonna beat the teams anyway. But I, like I've, never, I've never been that person like this. It's like the excuse they're giving Harry Kane or Harry Kane's not scoring goals. But him and Hazard, Hazard played actually more minutes than him. Then that's like I think there's a lot of excuses. Whenever you're playing well. Oh yeah, you've, uh, you're great. Whenever you're not playing well, or you play too many games, it's a lot of excuse. Football is football. At the end of the day. So, Monday night football as we record, Southampton versus Brighton finished two-two, with a spectacular goal from Hoiberg again, thirty yarder, banging goal. Danny Ings with a penalty, then Duffy. Scoring for Brighton and then the dinosaur, as Flo's like to call him, <laughs> Glenn Murray with another penalty. 2 2. That concludes the Premier League for game week five. On to the next. This is Samuel Douglas, personal trainer. To get fit, hit me up on Instagram at Samuel Douglas Fitness. Keep listening to the Ball and All podcast. BNA podcast, the Fantasy Football League. Join the league 686-834-151968. This week, I've dropped off the top. I've had three bad weeks and finally been caught by Mr. P.E.N. Finally, he's gone top. But I'll be back. Don't worry about that. But this week, the biggest, uh, most, the guy that got the most points, haven't got a clue, Fred. Pick yourself <laughs> up. You got the most. The guy that got the lowest, Shirley. Come on, man. Set your game up. 25 points, you know. Terrible. But, Ben, where are you at in this league? I'm seven, fam. This week was a bit of a... It's a manageable week. Like, I went down by one. But I'm going to come back. I made a couple changes. When are you going to come back, man? You know me. I always start slow. Last season, I was way behind. I was making minus 20 changes and whatnot. This time, no minus changes. So, if I continue where I am, end of the league, I should be top, if If not top If you continue where you are, you're going to be getting, like, 46 points, isn't it? No. What should happen next week? Look at the players I've got. The only change I was supposed to make, which I didn't, was Hazard coming in. And I thought I'd give Salah one more try. But now I put Hazard in. I bet he's not going to score next week. And Salah will get flipping is, I've been too patient. Now it's time for fan- their wildcard music. Patiently waiting to use this wildcard. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting used. Wildcard coming. And you'll see. I'm going to blow in this thing. I'm going to run away with this league, man. Keep oh, that see. same energy, which is what I'm doing. Don't worry, when do you get bored? Doing it. <laughs> yeah, the energy is, we only see this energy sloping down. Like you said, winter is coming, in it? When winter comes, that's when your energy nah, drops. Nah, nah. And winter come, when winter comes, I've got that thermal coat in it. I'll be all right. We'll oh. see. Well, we'll see. Still looking like, we're li- waiting for Rao, Chuku and Mecca <laughs> to come up, Mr. Gunner's Delight. He's always running his gums in the chat, but he's still lounging in the bottom side, so we'll see uh, what happens with he's that. He's sticking 14th, isn't he? He's obviously repping Henri. <laughs> Staying that low in that. But yeah, don't, don't forget to follow us at BNA Podcast on Twitter. 
just at us if you want to chat about anything, get us anything exactly particular. Talking about the Twitter, there was the um, the bet we put on on the weekend. The which, Aka. Yeah, the Aka was... It, it failed, but it was, it was... That was my Aka. It wasn't MLK's. It was four out of five. I mean, Arsenal's came through with the two goals, both teams to score. Same with Tottenham and Liverpool. Chelsea getting a goal in each half. And there was just Man City, which I went a bit cocky and decided to put Man City to get a penalty. That, is, that one was random. Though. It was random. Why would you put a penalty? They're like, they don't come in a lot of games. Yeah, oh. they do. The Premier League it seems to come. Oh, you don't put penalty, man. That's no, no, but to be honest, I just thought Man City would get a lot of goals and I thought there would definitely be a pen in between them. But next week, I'm not sure if it's either going to be myself or MLK that's going to do it. It should be a winner. This week will be a winner because no more cockiness. Keep it simple. Keep it straight. Now we're gonna be this that uh, yeah, we've had what four weeks of losers. We're still up on money, but we've had four weeks of losers, so <laughs> we're gonna yeah, we're gonna bounce back in a big way. Anyway, this podcast has been myself, BNF Ben. No M- filter. L K aka MK. Cash. Anything you wanna plug? Well, you're starting five weeks late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> five weeks you late. Come on, You're naturally a boss. You'll find this shit. Right. You're going to see that. Don't worry, son. All right, man. Keep that same energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you stay coming last and stay last. You're going to be in that Vanguard energy, Nick. Yeah. We kept the zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Laters. Hey.